listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Night. I'm your host, Danny. I'm your co-host, Kaylee. Today we are talking about Pocahontas. Uh, this is episode 85. And uh, this is kind of like a filler episode, more or less, while we're playing Final Fantasy XI. Um, We planned on doing something like this. We didn't really know what game it was going to end up being. But I'm glad it was Pocahontas, because this has been a great game. Um, So, this is our first time beating a game on the Genesis. And... There's a little bit of history with this game for us, anyway. We played the Game Boy game as a thrift shop game way back. Yeah, um, that was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that comparison. one. That one was awful. Um, but it got us wondering, well, whatever happened to the original Pocahontas game? Because growing up, we had the Super Nintendo. And the Super Nintendo didn't get a release of Pocahontas, so then when we looked it up, it's like, oh, it's only on the Genesis. So we picked ourselves up a copy and and put it on the shelf for a day just like today, where we could sit down and play it and have an easy play, an easy review. Also, the game is just beautiful, and, yeah. you know, just, it, it's exciting to sit down and be able to talk about this today. Um you know, as this easy filler game, but also just genuinely, it's a good game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, S- excited about this one. So, this game was developed by Funcom, and then it was published by Disney Interactive. Um, kind of a similar story with all of the Disney games. Um, the Lion King, uh, uh, Aladdin, like a lot of those games were, you know, released by Disney Interactive, though they had someone else um, do the developing for them. Um, the The Genesis version was released in January 1996. Uh, the Game Boy version was developed by a different team, uh, but that came out in June of 96. Um, there was plans to have a Super Nintendo version, according to Wikipedia, granted. Um, there was plans to have a Super Nintendo version. However, uh, the development was too far behind to release with the Genesis version, so they just canceled it altogether. Which is really sad for those of us who grew up with the Super Nintendo not getting this game. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um, so story wise, it's pretty straightforward. Like if you've seen the movie, you know what the story is. Yeah. The game just kind of touches on the main plot points of the movie. Highlights. Like the cliff notes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Like it starts off with the tribe realizing that they, uh, that, that there's, a presence on its way and that they send Pocahontas out to go scout out what's going on. Um, Pocahontas is out in the forest or something. So she comes back to the, to the tribe and her father tells her that um, somebody is asking to marry her. Well, I don't remember his name. Coquam. Coquam. Yeah. So then, uh, 
Um, she goes to Grandmother Willow, and Grandmother Willow says, "Oh, there's 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 something coming. Go to the top and find out what it is." And that's when she sees the boats coming into uh, her space. I don't I don't know. Um, so then you go and find John Smith. And at first he like goes to shoot her and then just kind of follows her around. Um, at that point he, I don't like, I, I don't, we don't, I don't really, yeah, I know it's like, hard to explain. Like next thing you know, you're, you're happy. like heading into, um, you're heading into the camp from the settlers and you're trying to like sneak around and you're trying to find John, S- John Smith or whatever. And then like he, he gets caught, he gets, he gets captured by Pocahontas's tribe. And then Pocahontas has to like run and save him. And that's kind of it. Like, again, it just like touches on the basic plot points of yeah. the movie. However, I have to say, if you haven't seen the movie, it may not make a whole lot of sense out of that context. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, again, th- there's very little dialogue. Um, there's very I, little information. I think there's really. only like actual like two things that are ever said throughout the the whole game, like actual words. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean. That that aside, there still is like, oh yeah, there's a little bit of dialogue. I suppose you're like, right. I forgot. Like grandmother Willow but, talks a little bit. Like yeah. her Pocahontas's father talks a little bit. Uh, John Smith talks a little bit. So you you get a little bit of info here and there, but yeah. So what did you give it for a story? I I gave it a seven out of ten. I wanted. I wanted to give it a 6.5 and I decided to round up. I felt like a 6 was too low, but a 7 was too high. Just because, like, it does an okay job because we know the story. And I feel like very seldomly you're going to play this game without knowing the whole story. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I also gave it a 7. It was like... Yeah, if, if you don't already know the movie, you probably won't play the video game. But on its own, it may not make a whole lot of sense. Like, you might get a little bit of what's going on, but not like you, obviously, not like you would if you watched the movie. Yeah. I guess part of the thing is, like, the story, while important, you get it, you get that story. It's not necessarily important, because really the game is kind of puzzly, like we kind of talked about. So, like... You know, those games that we have that don't have any story and it's okay. It's kind of like that, but it does need... St- I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's just like, what little story there is, it just works for this game. I think I, I think these games were developed with the story of the, the movie in mind. And then they had to, like, make gameplay that kind of made some kind mm-hmm. of sense. And I think... I think they did this pretty well, and this segue is pretty good into. Well, I was gonna say gameplay, but I mean we'll we'll get there. We'll do graphics yeah. first, but like you know, because they developed around the the movie story plot, 
the gameplay is improvised to make sense in the world that it's set in. And mm-hmm. it really just gives you a reason to be... Yeah, doing the things that you're doing. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, yep. Where I, I think that's... I think better games are developed from, like, um, a perspective of here's a really good gameplay idea, and then we'll, we'll build a story around yeah. that. But, I mean, it, you know, there's so many different ways of developing video games, it's hard saying, like... You know, I'm sure, again, Disney probably went to a developer and said, hey, here's our movie. Let's do a video game to kind of help, you know, with that release, you know. Mm-hmm. But either sure. way, the story is what the story is. And they, they did the best they could with, you know, very little uh, game, really. Yeah. I mean, it really wasn't a long game. So, like, what little there was. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the graphics. Um, I gave it an eight out of ten. I also gave it an eight out of ten. The 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 best part. I'm gonna say the best part of this entire game is Pocahontas's animation. Not yeah. not just Pocahontas, but like like Miko. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Miko. Miko is is also really good too, but like. Pocahontas is just done so well. Like her hair flows really well. The way her legs move is very organic and looks just like what you're seeing in the movie. Yeah. It's just they did such a good job of animating these characters to make them feel. Uh, it's just so satisfying well, you know, to play this movie, game because of that. In the movie, to, in my opinion, that's one of the highlights of this movie is how like flowy she actually is, and they really captured that well in this game too. I you just know? I feel like video games of this era yeah. are typically the animations are very frame by frame, very stiff. They they don't have this much movement to them, and I feel like the they went that extra mile to like really give it that right. depth. And I just, that was the best, honestly, that was the best part of this entire game was watching Pocahontas yeah. and all of her different animations, um, depending on what she's doing. Like, like even Running, the, yeah. like even the end screen animation is really cool. Like the, yeah. um, when you die, like she like, gets transformed into wind and blows away. Like it's, it's just this really satisfying animation. They did really, really good. Yeah. I have to say as many end screens as we saw it, I think it was softened a bit by the fact that the animation was like, (laughs) right. Like just perfect. Satisfying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, backgrounds were amazing. Yeah. That's everything really was. That's exactly really nice. what I wrote down. Backgrounds looked amazing. It, it really fit the mood of the the movie, and it just what what's also really cool about it is that some of them are interactive. So like because Miko can climb trees, and there's a lot of trees in the background. Every now and then, you get a couple trees that Miko can like jump on and and interact with. Yeah. So it's like you know this really cool dynamic, but then you've also got like butterflies and bees and stuff that fly yeah. around and uh, it's, it's really, really good looking. The, 
animation on Grandmother Willow, by the way, was really nice, too. Like, it wasn't, like, the way they had her fade in and out made sense, and it wasn't clunky at all, like I was expecting it to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Her face would get animated from, like, the still, like, static uh, tree, and then it would start animating, but when it faded out of that, back into static mode, it just, it flowed perfectly, Instead of just this obvious, now it's moving again. You know what I mean? Very much like like the movie did. You know how in, like, games, though, you can always tell when an object is going to be moved or something because it's not quite part of the background? They did a really good job with this. Yeah, just like the movie. You know, it's funny you say that because... While we were playing, there was a few, like, pebbles and stuff on the ground, and I kept, like, bending down to try and pick them up to see if I could interact with them, and I couldn't, but it it had that look of, I need to do something (laughs) with this, but of course I couldn't. The the whole, like, rock structures in that, by the way, as simple as they were, really worked with the added like to the background and stuff, like the platforms that you were climbing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and most of them... Most of yeah. them made sense with the environment that you were working in. Yeah. Like, there was a there was a little section where you're like in the tribe, and you uh, you're oh, playing yeah. as you're playing as Miko at the time, and he's like climbing the tr- the posts, and he's jumping on top of the tents, and like he can go inside the tent and push stuff around inside the tent. It just that was so satisfying. It was such a small yeah. piece, but it was just really fun to it watch. Was nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, really good. The reason this is an eight and not a ten for me is that while the game looked really, really good, there was a few graphical errors and quirky yeah. spots that I didn't like. Um there's a couple spots where like you're supposed to stop. It's almost like their way of making an invisible wall, but instead of there being an invisible wall, there's almost like a um a f- foreground block of graphic that's overlaid and Pocahontas will like jump behind this foreground block. Yeah. And it just, it looks really weird. Um, aside from that, I mean, there was a, there was a couple other spots that it's like, like the rocks when you're swimming, she, she can swim through some of the rocks, but not all of the rocks. So it's, it was weird. Yeah, it's like the the box, the, like its hitbox, if you will, was like a little janky. Yeah, I yeah. as as detailed as their sprites were, there still was like this pixely like blurriness to them that I didn't quite like. Yeah, I, I mean that's that probably says a lot for the era. You know, I they, imagine they I only just, had so much they could do. I think the. It's hard to explain because, like, they had so much detail and they looked so good, but I felt like it still looked like almost like the they were dirty. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain. It's like it was so fuzzy that it almost looked like they had dirt on them. Well, and that could have been uh, the way we were upscaling it too. I mean, maybe you yeah. know we're, we were playing this on original hardware, yeah, and we have an upscaler that that goes from that uh, VGA to you know, HDMI and there, yeah. there's some, there's some manipulation that's done there. So it's not, you know, pixel to pixel. Perfect though. You know, had we done maybe an emulator or something, it might've looked a little better mm. to that degree. But again, you know, 
some some yeah. of the stuff that we do here I really enjoy playing on the original hardware if we can, if we have it available. Yeah. And that's kind of why we took that direction instead of doing it on an emulator. Sure. But yeah, I mean, that that very well could have been part of it. I, it's hard saying because I don't know any other way. This is the first time we played this yeah. game. Well, but, I mean, um, still, overall, it was beautiful. Beautiful game. Oh, yeah, for really sure. Nice. For sure. Especially compared to the Game Boy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, the Game Boy version. If you haven't seen it, you can look at our uh, our YouTube channel and and do a search for Pocahontas. Um, it's it's Game Boy, so like everything is dumbed down, but like still, even with the like the dumbed down graphics and the like, um, like stupid. the simplicity to it, it's but Pocahontas still had like a movement about her yeah. that felt really organic and the game boy kind of captured that that animation really well surprisingly well considering it's the game boy um it's just way more pixelated than you know it's it's like her leg is like one pixel wide (laughs) instead of you know this game where it's like actually detailed so gameplay um i gave gameplay a seven out of ten oh i gave it a six okay I I think this was also one of those where like seven seemed too high to me, but six was I don't know. I this game, I think the only thing not that I didn't enjoy this game, but the only thing that I didn't like about this game that didn't make it enjoyable was the gameplay. As like what was good was perfect. It was very flowy, it was great. But so many times I got caught up on just stupid little aspects that could just be better. <laughs> like getting caught up on uh, on corners and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. While you're trying to, like, jump. So and, let's, like, let's yeah, break it down back. a little bit um, and just describe what the gameplay is like. Um, if you've never played the game, it's really... It's really like a platforming game with like puzzle elements to it. So you're for the, for the majority of the game you're in some kind of forest or like uh rocky mountainous type areas and you're either trying to figure out how to make it up to the next platform or you're trying to, you know, just try to find a way to progress if that's going underwater or if that's, you know, finding, finding a log that will bridge a gap for you. Um, so with that in mind, like Pocahontas can only do so much. She can only jump so high. She can only, you know, go through certain sized areas, Mm. But then you have Miko, who is her companion in the movie. She uh, Miko is a, a little raccoon, and he lets you 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 can take control of Miko, and he will go into those small crevices, or um, he can he can jump off of Pocahontas to reach higher levels. He can climb trees, which is really handy. So you have to kind of work between the two characters to open stuff up like right out of the gate when you're dropped off into the game you have to have miko climb a tree 
to the the ledge above Pocahontas mm-hmm. and then push a boulder down so that Pocahontas can jump on top of the boulder to make it up to that ledge. So, you know, you're working this teamwork, but that's where the puzzle aspect comes in. So you've got to find your way through this environment while, you know, using the two characters that you've got to make yeah. that work. Um, most of the puzzles are pretty easy. Um, there was a couple times where we were like, what do you want us to do? And then it's like a simple solution that we just yeah. <laughs> were overlooking. Um, but yeah, I mean, difficulty level, I feel like is just right. Like it's, it's not terribly hard, but it's perfect. Like your first time through, it's like, Ooh, how do I do this? It makes you think. And then once you figure it out, it's like, Oh, okay, this is pretty easy. And then you move yeah. on. So, and, and I, I like that. I felt like it was, yeah, it, it made the game flow pretty well without getting overly frustrated. That yeah. said, there were a few frustrating spots. Like you were talking about the, the platforms weren't very well defined. So like Pocahontas is trying to, especially that, that last sequence, last part. Yeah. you're trying to get Pocahontas to jump onto ledges. Well, you don't know exactly where those ledges are. So you just find yourself looking like an idiot by walking up to the ledge and jumping and hoping you're going to grab onto it, yeah. but you don't. And then you like walk one step forward and then you jump and then you're too far forward. So you got to take a step back and turn around and then you got to jump so it makes this like weird dance that happens, but I mean that aside, it wasn't terrible. I think the thing is, this game is so like graphically, aesthetically pleasing and very flowy, and like even when you're actually like running and jumping, if you're nailing those parts like perfectly, it's so satisfying that when it gets messed up over something ridiculous, it kind of ruins the illusion of wow this is a really flowy game and you know like the running scene i really feel like if the platforms were just right that whole running scene would actually be really fun to do and within its entirety if it weren't for the fact that it's so finicky about where you're exactly landing and if you're if you're missing it you're just sitting there jumping like an idiot and you know again the whole like flowiness of this entire game is just that breaks that illusion and it's it's hard to see that as someone who you know when it's it's like ah yes that's so so satisfying to watch and then you're doing stupid animations (laughs) yeah yeah no i i get exactly what you're saying um it's like you want because the animation is so fluid you want to mirror that fluidity with the gameplay and the gameplay doesn't quite match that same fluidity, yeah. especially when it comes to Pocahontas's movements in general. Yeah. Like, yeah, her animation is really good and really flowy, but like one step, though it looks good, it's very blocky and it's very like <sighs> stiff. It's, it's hard to describe when you're talking about such fluid animation, but like the character, uh, for lack of a better term, like the character hitbox, think of think of like a big box around Pocahontas. Yeah, her animation looks really smooth, but the reality is that big block that Pocahontas is is moving in very oh, such a weird way that doesn't seem um, 
it doesn't seem to click very easily when you're playing. Yeah. So you don't really know exactly where you're at within the world. Like, you kind of have an idea, but until Pocahontas is facing just the right way, or until she jumps, it's like, right. oh, yeah, I, I need to move up, you know, two pixels, you know? You know, with that in mind, though, if if they had just, like, it's kind of minor stuff, like, the, the problems we were having. Like, it did kind of hurt the gameplay, but, like... If that was fixed, this game would be phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if I they think... made this game now, this I really think this game would be really good. Yeah, we were talking about that. If they made like an HD remaster of this game, it would be fantastic. Yeah. Like keep true to that same organic, flowing um, animation, yeah. and then just like you know, take take the same puzzle concept and the same, you know, using Nico to to get around. Yeah. I, I think that this would have made a really great game. However, it's very short. Yeah. I mean, it took us about four hours to play, which roughly translates to an hour per level, but that's only four levels. They are really big levels, and they feel yeah. like they should be a lot more than four. But, I mean... I feel like it worked with this, but if you're going to recreate it and remaster it, we're going to need more than just four levels. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention the strategic placing of some of their save point was not very strategic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a section where you have to like, you have to race a wolf and that sequence isn't terrible. Like, like the the platforming you have to achieve to be able to do that isn't too bad, but it takes a couple rounds of trial and error. There's a save point just before that wolf race, however, and and maybe this is the way we played, but like I triggered that save point before getting up to that yeah. ledge of seeing the wolf. So like every time we respawn, I had to do like half of the puzzle over again yeah. to get to that platform and then do the wolf chase just to fall again and, you know, have to do it all over. So like, that was kind of annoying. It was really smart of them to use these like leaf piles as the save point because it yeah, felt that was cute it felt really neat to walk over these leaf piles and just have them like fly all around you. But it's not like stopping you from moving. It's like, you're just running and then the leaves like flare yeah. up and it's like, Ooh, I just got a, you know, a checkpoint and then you keep moving. And then, you know, the game, the but game just know, continues, but it's like, still it goes back to that satisfying animation. Yeah. Although I, I would like to say it was kind of nice they had the password part because if we really were struggling that bad, we could have replayed the beginning of that level, hit the save point after doing all that stuff, and then focused on that. Like, I mean, not that we would have wanted to, and obviously we got past it if it was frustrating enough. But yeah, the, the save points could have been placed a little bit better. But yeah, they definitely were satisfying to watch. So like, woohoo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I should be animation. But yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you're talking about the pre password system, it's kind of nice. Um, they have, in between each level, they give you a password that you can use to, you know, come back and finish the game later. Um, I'm pretty sure those passwords are unique to your play experience. 
Um, there's a few collectibles that you can get along the way. There's some, um, there's some raspberries that only Miko can pick up, but then Miko and Pocahontas can pick up like, uh, necklace pieces. Yeah. So if you get all the necklace pieces, then you unlock a special ending. So I assume that that's what they're tracking in those passwords is whether or not you've picked up the, you know, the collectibles along the way. I I didn't find find finding the necklace pieces wasn't all that difficult. They were kind of scattered around a little bit, but it wasn't that difficult to find. Yeah. The berries were not hard to find either, but I feel like that they tried harder to hide those a little better. Yeah. But like I don't see the benefit of collecting the berries outside yeah, of they're there to collect. I have no idea why. That was a confusing thing for me too. Um um, the, the animal, the animals. Oh yeah. I can't believe up. we didn't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool so, concept. Yeah, absolutely. So like, as you are playing the game, you find animals in some sort of distress or they can be interacted with in some way. Um, for example, right out of the gate, when you're playing, you find a deer whose antlers are stuck in a tree. So you walk up and you help him, you know, free, fr- get yeah. freed from the tree. And in return, you gain his like spirit power, which really just, it really just enhances Pocahontas to be able to do something new. So like the deer will allow Pocahontas to run faster, jump a little farther. And then you collect, uh, I don't know how many, how many were there? Do you remember? Oh no, I have no idea. It was a few. There was the like the deer, ten maybe. The deer, the squirrel, um, the wolf, the, the bear, wolf, the bear, the fish, the eagle, the the eagle. otter. Yeah. Um. Wasn't there an owl was too? Like a, uh, yeah, an owl. Oh, and um, the the bird, the like little chicky bird. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So like, yeah, I guess that's it's, about right. Yeah, like eight or so, give or take. I mean, we may have that. We may have that a little bit yeah. wrong, but but yeah. So each animal unlocks a special ability, and then the very last level, it kind of forces you to use those abilities as you play. Yeah. And, you know, it's just kind of a fun little, like, ending yeah. segment of you're kind of, you're going to need all of those to be able to beat this section. Although, you probably could have skipped a few, though. I don't know. I don't know if the game would have let you skip any yeah. of them. Maybe the fish one we could have skipped. But I don't, I don't think know. so. I think so. Cause no, I think you had to get back and forth where the mm. fish were a few times. Yeah, maybe. Either way, I mean, yeah. you know, the yep. the game did a pretty good job at showing you exactly where they're at and to help you get there. Um, I don't know. It was it was a neat take on a power up system without it being super yeah. in your face, and it still fit the world of Pocahontas, you know. Yeah, swimming. Uh, <laughs> swimming was know- not super fun. It wasn't fun, but like when you were able to actually swim decent uh, without being obstructed, it was satisfying. 
Like, especially when she gets a little bit faster, it's, like, the satisfying, like, pushing through the water. But, yeah, like, but I think the- that still goes to a point to graphics with the animation style. Like, it felt, like, it looked yeah. really pleasing to go quickly through the water, and the animation is beautiful as she's swimming, and her legs, her legs are moving, like, in the yeah. right way, as if somebody was swimming through the water. It's not just like the static, you know, dolphin kick sort of deal. It's like actual swimming and it looks really good, but like trying to turn and move is very clunky. I, it does make me a little bit thankful that they didn't have a breathing meter because that would have been hindered by the fact that the, you know, like actually navigating was terrible. That, yeah, you're right. That would have made it very, very difficult. (laughs) That would have made it just frustrating. You don't want to be, like, it's one thing to be challenged, but another thing to be completely frustrated. You know, and as it is, there is, like, a hit counter. So, like, you can technically die in this game. And there's a a few things that can kill you. Um, If you fall from a high place, you have, what, like, maybe five leaves or feathers or chilies or whatever they were? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, peppers. Um, so if you fall from a high place too many times, then you'll, you'll die and you got to respawn from your last checkpoint or whatever. Um, or you can get shot in the face by some of the, some of the, um, pilgrims. Um, yeah, the settlers, (laughs) you can fall down a hole that has no bottom. So then that's like an instant death. Um, but overall, I mean, it's pretty forgiving. Like, yeah, maybe the last level was the most difficult because there was no checkpoints along the way. So like you literally had to do the full run from beginning to end with no checkpoints. Plus you have a time limit on that final level too. So like you start off at grandmother willow and you have all these like platforms and jumps and falls. And you also have to interact with, um, the, the settlers jumping and oh yeah that's right so and then there's there's a couple different ways you can deal with the settlers some of them are scary cats so you can use the wolf or the bear sorry use the bear to scare them and the bear power really just like pocahontas i envision pocahontas like getting down on all fours and just like growling yeah Or I'd be um, scared, right? I know. Seriously, this wild, you know, crazy lady yeah. comes out of the woods and is growling at me. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd run. Yeah. Um, or you could like drop beehives on some of them outside of like just sneaking around them in general. So yeah. like you know, there's a couple ways you can deal with those. But otherwise, the majority of that last level is just like running and and jumping platforming you know sw- there's yeah. some swimming areas and whatnot but yeah i mean it's it's kind of a nice that that last level was tough but like it was a nice test of what did you yeah. learn during the last three levels well i mean it was kind of like your end boss level <laughs> so you don't have a boss yeah, totally. fight but yeah but like it's funny because then the rest of the game was so puzzle aspect where this last one was very much not that, you know, you're really just like chasing the clock because you're supposed to do it before the sun rises or whatever. So you're like running through the woods, trying to get to John Smith before the sun fully rises. And there's like a little sun, like 
Yeah, the animated like the animated that, that blood, rises. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. But yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, um, anything else we want to talk about for gameplay? No, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, cool, yeah. man. All right, so let's talk about music. Uh, I gave it a six out of ten. Oh my gosh, I gave it a nine. Really? <laughs> well, here's the thing. You can't go wrong with this music because they took it from the original movie. But I really, really enjoyed the like MIDI versions of these songs. Like a lot. The like 16 <laughs> bit like, remix of these yeah. songs. Yeah. I loved them. I really the liked the thing- songs. I, I really did like the songs. The problem that I had with the songs is that the levels are so long. That the songs just repeat over and over and over and over. It was a flawless repeat. That was one of the things I was going to say. Like, it (laughs) it was pretty flawless. The only thing that I did not like about any of, like, like, as far as music is concerned, like, there was a lot of grunting that was a little strange. (laughs) Like, the characters grunted weird, and even the animals, like, made these, like... Strange sounds like especially when Miko would fall into the water, he'd make this weird like right, yeah. But I, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed the music. I thought it matched the aesthetic perfectly. I thought it was really nice. Well, I mean, of course it did because it it was the movie. I know. So like it fit, (laughs) but I guess my biggest complaint is just that it was so repetitive. I think had they had they done something. Either added some original sound, added some original yeah. music or something, but just cut all of these levels in half and make it eight levels with eight soundtracks and have that be it. Because I feel like these levels are so big and with the repetitive music, it just was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, you know, music wise, like I just was kind of done with it. I get it. It's just, I obviously, I feel like that they're not going to put in a whole lot of money when they've already put in so much money, probably for the music of Pocahontas. Like I would absolutely understand why they would reuse their own music for their own game based on their own movie. Well, I get that. I guess I'm thinking more like, did Pocahontas, did Pocahontas only have four songs? I, no, but I think those were the main songs that sure, yeah, were you're popular. Right. No, you're absolutely right. I All I'm saying is that if they'd have cut everything in half and then doubled the amount of soundtracks, I wouldn't have been quite as bored. <laughs> sure. Um, I that, mean, said, there, that said, there was quite a bit of um, uh, sound effects throughout the game. So, like, the water was there. Um, yeah. All of the animals had some sort of noise. Miko had his like little noises that he made, but also he had a really satisfying thump when he hit the ground yeah. from, from falling. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. Um, Pocahontas, the only sounds that she ever made that I could hear was if she's running through the, through the woods or whatever. And then she runs into a cliff or like a wall. Yeah. She kind of makes a Ugh, sound. Yeah. Which I, <laughs> It, it's stupid. It's silly, but it was enough to just be like, ah, yes. She would. She would kind of go, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, the wolf. There. There's a. Again, that that final level. Um, there's a wolf that's like howling, and he's like constant. He's like howling really weird over and over and over again the same way, and it's like, okay, yeah. shut up, wolf. Like we don't need you. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't like that sound. That was a little strange, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I I get what you're saying. They did the they did do the soundtrack really really well, and it it's really faithful to the original source material. I just that repetitive hey, bugged me a little bit. I I understand why it bugged you, and I respect that. I think when I think about Pocahontas, I think about the music soundtrack. I think it was one of its like defining features. And I did not mind hearing the song on repeat as background because I really like those songs. An, an hour per song. Yeah. Like that's roughly I mean, what it was. I was singing the whole time. Yeah, so. I know. Not not the right <laughs> not the right lyrics, mind you. Look. <laughs> look, we all have our thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um But yeah. Alright. So overall, I gave it an eight out of ten. I also gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, you know, again, it's a really good game. If you have it laying around, if you have it on an emulator, if you have a chance to play it, I suggest you do. Um, yeah. If you like the movie, this is really good towards that movie. Again, I feel like we got gypped being Super Nintendo fans growing up that we yeah. didn't get this game because it is, it's a beautiful game. And I would have really enjoyed this as a kid. But um, you know we're enjoying it now, so yeah, it, it works we're out. Still kids, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would not suggest playing the Game Boy. The no, Game Boy absolutely game. not. Don't it's, even look at it. <laughs> Don't even consider it. <laughs> well, you can. I I definitely consider you watching our uh, our gameplay video on it before you decide to buy it or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it's not great. But the yeah. Genesis version really is. It's really nice yeah. to play. Really satisfying, and it won't take you that long. Like I said, we played it first time ever playing this game. We got through it in about four hours. Um. Obviously, you can split that up to one level a night or whatever, however right. you want to play your games. But, you know, you get your passwords in between each level. If you lose your password, there's plenty of them available online that you can use. Uh, so, you know, give yeah. it a shot. If you have the ability to, I suggest it. But I had fun with this. Um, I, yeah, absolutely. I know I gave it a lower score, it. but, like, there, there was some problems that we had with it with gameplay and... You know, it it could yeah. have been a little bit better, but like, oh, but it could have been so much worse. We played yeah, some yeah, terrible, absolutely terrible games for movies and stuff. <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, um, this was a great a great filler game. It was our first Genesis game. Literally, uh, I haven't. I don't play the Genesis. Like, I know a lot yeah. of people grew up with it. I didn't. So like. Getting myself to play a Genesis game is so funny because, like, I just have no nostalgic desire for that system. Yeah. <laughs> so then to have a game that's like, you know, let's give this game a try, being on Genesis, you know, again, no hate towards Genesis, just it's not a nostalgia system. Yeah. Like, you know, to actually give it a chance and sit down and play a Genesis game was nice. It was a nice change yeah. of pace. Yeah. So I I liked Absolutely. that. <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah. that gives my total score a 36 out of 50. Mine was 38 out of 50. And that is a f 
7.4 out of 10, which is a good score. That sounds right. Good score. That sounds about right. Yeah. Not nearly as hard as some of the other Disney games, um, yeah. specifically The Lion King. Lion King. <laughs> At some point, I would really like to sit down and try to beat that game. Yeah. Today, today's not that day for sure, <laughs> but it, it may come up where we'll want to sit down and play that game because it's a tough game. Like if you, if you haven't played that game before, it's, it's a tough game. <laughs> Yeah. But um yeah, no, I I enjoyed I enjoyed playing something different, something we haven't ever played yeah. before. Um though it still it has that great. nostalgia play to it because it's Pogonis, so yeah. it worked. Um so our next podcast episode most likely will be Final Fantasy Eleven, unless uh, Kaylee falls in love with this game and we want to actually <laughs> beat some of the story level or some of the storyline. Um but the <laughs> the idea is we're just gonna play it for the rest of um feb through february mm -hmm. and wherever we end up at the end of february is what we're gonna review on um i haven't decided fully on how we're gonna review that if we're gonna review it like we traditionally have been or if we're just gonna sit and talk about our experience yeah um but we will have a podcast episode on the first of uh what's march so like we'll definitely have a podcast episode it will most yeah. likely be final fantasy 11 unless we want to spend another month playing it we'll see we'll let you guys know by the time zap chats comes out for february we'll yeah. really understand what we want to do but right now it's like too early in final fantasy 11 to really know but like last zap chats if you listen to that we like ripped on Final Fantasy XI hardcore, where I'm starting to warm up to it a little bit. I don't think Kaylee is, but maybe she'll no. get there. Um, once <laughs> once we actually start the storyline stuff, I think maybe maybe you'll like it a little more. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. So yeah, guys, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast episode. Um, we uh, will be talking about something else next month you can find us on all of our social media sapnight.com obviously you can listen to all of our podcast episodes that we've got in the past and uh yeah we'll see you guys next time <laughs>